Oh, welcome back to. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to. <laughs> That's all I can do. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. <laughs> What's your name? I'm Kira. What's yours? Griff. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. You look familiar. Ooh. I like your bucket hat. Thank you. It was my grandfather's. Oh, which is, I mean, a really, really relevant thing to say for this episode. But what? We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, you'll see. <gasps> we'll get into that in just a little bit. Okay. How are you? What's new with you? Oh, well, big news of the day. I'm very excited. I'm I'm going to be writing for a little show this season, a little show that's in New York. Uh-oh. That's my big news. So <laughs> I'm grinning ear to ear and uh, yeah. 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 Well, uh, what, we'll leave it at that. We'll and, leave it uh, at that. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, huge, 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 huge. Very proud. And uh, you fucking earned it. Mm. Yeah. So. Speaking of fucking earned it, can you tell me about your date the <laughs> other day? I did earn that. Um, yeah, I had a date the other day. It was very impromptu, which I've realized is very uh, kind of crucial in L.A. I, I always run into this guy in the streets of West Hollywood, just like walking to the grocery store, walking around, even sometimes at bars. Wow. And for years now, we you know, we just built rapport and like nice – Hug and catch up quickly. I'll walk across the crosswalk with them, and then just from seeing each other around. I have I don't remember where we connected, and I think it was just from seeing him all the time around. So we've been friendly on Instagram. And the other day, I was doing I was coming from a workout in West Hollywood, and I ran into him in the street again. And he asked what I was doing for the rest of the afternoon. And so we had a nice pool hang. We it was during the heat wave, so we I was very thankful to be uh, just chatting in his air conditioned apartment and. Um, yeah, we had some fun after that as well. Spare the mm. listeners. This is not a five teacup episode. <laughs> um, we have to make the whole episode five teacups just because of one anecdote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll save that. But no, it was really nice. I will say that I think a lot of people in LA have a problem planning things like that mm. versus capitalizing on them like in person in the moment. Is it like the intimidation factor? I I've, I don't know. I like we were with Sean the other day, our good friend Sean, and I'm excited to talk more about it with him. But I think I don't think it's unique to like queer gay men. Like I just think people in LA struggle to commit when it's not like immediately in front of them, which I think lends itself to the beauty of LA and kind of the spont- uh, spontane- spontaneity of it. Yeah. But I think it's also just really hard as a planner and kind of more Type A person to like f- build. Like I don't know. Yeah. You know, I've texted him a few times after this, and it's just it's harder to like see him after that than it was like running to him on per- in person. Um, I, I think part of that is that people in LA are always looking for the next best thing. Oh, yeah. Because they don't want to commit to a plan in case something better comes along. And I'm like, shut up. I'm the best plan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I can pretty much guarantee that I was the best plan. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Again, not a five teacup episode. Uh, but yeah, it was nice though. It was unexpected and I had a good time. It's just, it's, it's the step and repeat of having these good like conversations and physicality. And then like when you leave their space, it's like, were we on the same page? Were we not? Was just, just fun. Are you interested in hanging out again? If the latter, then like, I do need you to like show interest in doing that. Cause I can't mm. always be the one to be like, Hey, like what's your week look like? Um, yeah. Throw back to Caroline and Molly on that. Oh yeah. Rest, oh, not rest in peace, but rest in peace, <laughs> rest in peace to the friendship. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, it's, another thing you have to manage relationship-wise, especially when you're looking for a relationship. True. Well, yeah. we'll stand by for updates. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't. Don't hold your breath, everyone. Um, <laughs> but I will update if uh, if anything transpires. But thanks for asking. Hmm. 
Shall we move into our crime? I'm ready. And this will make sense. Your your grandfather's bucket hat will play into this nicely. Okay. It'll be a nice uh, discussion of just generational perspective on something that I think we've talked about on this podcast for sure and something that a lot of our listeners and ourselves are going through, not me necessarily in terms of marriage, but it's relevant. So pull your bucket hat down. Oh, it's so cute. All right, you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> this crime was submitted by Stella. Names have been changed, of course. Mm -hmm. She's writing to us from Northern California. The other person involved in this, I think, lives in Missouri. So very different, you know, places to be. Those involved, like I said, Stella, the protagonist. And Lulu, Stella's grandmother. <laughs> Fun. This crime occurred, it started in 2015. Wow. And has continued until present day. Okay. Seven years. Seven years. Seven days. <laughs> seven years. Seven long years. Yeah, right. So think about that. Think about that when you're listening. <laughs> she writes, Hi, Petty Crimes. Note that I have already changed everyone's names. Thank you. Thanks, thanks everyone for doing that. My name is Stella Starling. Okay, wow. Yeah, she's that's she's given herself that name. I understand. But uh, still, okay, wow. Yeah. Some people are like, I don't know, my name. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Joe. Yeah. To go. She's a superhero in this case. Absolutely. Yeah. Stella Starling, honored. And you should be. Yeah. You should consider yourself that. My petty crime involves Lulu, my 90-year-old grandmother. Oh. Yeah, we love that. Lulu is not guilty. <laughs> Next crime. <laughs> no one at that age could be guilty of anything, right? We'll Isn't see. that crazy when old people do murders and they're like, you're in jail for life. And they're like, fine. Give two it to years. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not a good sentence. <laughs> she continues. My husband, Brian Bland, and I just celebrated our seven-year wedding anniversary. Okay, brag. Yeah. Well, these names, these names, uh, oh, the seven years brag? No. Yeah. Just nothing. <laughs> here just I marriage. am trying to get, here I am trying to get a second date, and uh, Stella is uh, on her seventh year of marriage. Cool. Brian Bland Brian and Bland, Stella Starling. Stella Starling. Seven years ago, the night before our wedding, Grandma Lulu said to me, You know, Stella, I just realized I don't know what your last name will be, your new last name. As I was not changing my last name, I said, Grandma, it's still going to be Starling. I'm not changing it. She said, Wait, I didn't know he had the same last name as you. Oh. As us. And after a good laugh, I had to explain that I was keeping my own last name. He didn't have the same one. I was keeping my own. Mm. When she asked why, I told her how we felt. It's a hassle to change. Neither of us cared about it that much. And Starling is a pretty awesome name, while Bland is, well, you get it. Mm. See, this is a specific crime where the pseudonyms aren't allowing us mm -hmm. to fully examine, but we'll assume that Correct. they're in the ballpark of Starling and Bland. Correct. It's a little bit like swaying the jury mm -hmm. with, you know, I'm yeah. sure... I, well, and maybe her last name is something equivalent to the coolness of Starling. We'll give Stella the benefit of the doubt. Let's do that. She continues, which I say all the time. Cut to our first anniversary. We get a card from Grandma Lulu in the mail addressed to Mr. and Mrs. Bland. Brian Bland. Damn. Mm -hmm. Get him, Grandma. Get him, Grandma. <laughs> now, and this, this is what she's writing. I already hate this convention of fully erasing a woman's identity after marriage. But I had already also made it very clear to her when she asked, that I did not change my last name. I called her, I thanked her for the card, 
and I reminded her that I am still Ms. Stella Starling. Every year since then, we have gotten a card from her addressed this way. Every other year or so, I remind her of my actual name. She seems immovable and will literally just stare at me silently and then change the subject. Every time I complain to a family member, they tell me this isn't that big of a deal and to get over it. But to me, it is a big deal. And for that reason, I won't give up. Wow. So who is the petty criminal here? My grandma for sending an incorrectly, incorrectly, seemingly pettily addressed card, by the way, without any petty cash in it, <laughs> <laughs> or me for expecting her to, you know, call me by her, my name. I will abide by whatever ruling you hand down. <gasps> the pressure the of pressure. it all. These have been back-to-back pressure-fold episodes. And it ends there. Nobody listened to us. Yeah. Nobody listened to us. <laughs> and that's We're that's, two little idiots. We're little idiots in green Don't chairs. listen to us. L- like, just enjoy listening. Nobody changed their lives around. <laughs> just, just proceed how you were already going to. Mm-hmm. This is short and sweet and uh, to the point. But I, I, I mean, again, we have talked about, we've had an episode about an engagement, a gay engagement in the woods. We've had a full-on wedding bachelorette party episode. This, I think, is very relevant to what we've talked about and what our listeners are going through. And, you know, I'm 30 and a bunch of my friends are getting married. And, um, yeah, I will say I've got some questions prepared for you. Okay. Um, I'm sure you have some thoughts. I also reached out to a few friends who have recently been married. Um, A few gay friends, a few straight friends. Uh, I've also touched base with my mom. I'm a hyphenate. I am Stark Ennis. My mom kept her last name, so I wanted to hear her perspective on why she decided to do that. But what initial thoughts do you have, questions from hearing this? You seem to really, like, side with Grandma Lulu. What about Grandma Lulu makes you feel like immediately she's innocent before we we read the crime? Okay, so this is, like, an instance where, like, if I was getting picked for the jury and, like, the prosecution, like, asked me some questions about my life, they would, like, absolutely toss me out right away because (laughs) I just went home to Syracuse to celebrate... (sighs) my grandmother's 92nd birthday and we are best pals and my Grammy can do no wrong and neither can Grandma Lulu. I'm team Grandma Lulu. I should not be on the jury. I'm absolutely on her side. In the, I, and I don't agree with her perspective whatsoever, yeah, yeah. but I'm like, let it go. Yeah. Let her do what she wants. Well, do you think, and you bring up a good point, like, do you think Grandma Lulu at age 90 needs to be swayed? No. Or, yeah. No. No. You're not, you're, you've already been trying for seven years hmm. since she was 83 till when she's 90. Good she's, math. She clearly is not listening to you. Yeah. Let her just keep doing it. Inter- yeah. I, is that I terrible? Mean, I mean, if no, it were I mean, more, you know, like when somebody older says something like prejudice. Yeah. Although this actually does mm-hmm. fall into the realm of sexism. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. It's complicated, right? Shoot. And can I give you some context that she wrote in? Um, yeah. Uh, Stella Starling. Yes, please. Um, because I think she this brings up a good point. Some people at a certain age, I mean, especially at 90 years old, like you've lived a fucking life. Like mm-hmm. uh, changing your views, uh, maybe not your prerogative. And, honest, and honestly, for people in your life will be a hard thing for you to kind of inspire. But she does mention, and this is what she wrote in. Grandma Lulu is not senile. You know, she's she's very uh, her her mind is functioning. She's very she's very quick or stuck in her ways. And for example, when Trump won the presidency, she chose to switch her voter registration to Democrat. So she had an active change of heart based on what she believed to be right. Okay, great. So um, I love Grandma Lulu even more. Yep. And she also writes, "I also have a trans cousin, and Grandma Lulu has done her level best to use their correct pronouns." 
I think Grandma Lulu is great. Yeah. But in terms of choosing not to kind of change your ways of viewing life, you know, both of these examples are pretty, uh, you know, it requires a lot of uh, swaying for a certain generation to see the maybe more politically correct way in terms of, you know, the the trans cousin and and think what you want about Mr. Trump. But, you know, she seems to have a sense of respect when asked, and she seems to, at 90, still be able to calibrate to make sure people are feeling comfortable around her or that she's acknowledging the people that she loves. So does that influence your your bias towards Grandma Lulu at all? Mm. The fact that she's able to do this in two other areas of her life, but she won't budge on Miss Stella Starling's It sounds like Grandma Lulu doesn't think this is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Grandma Lulu's like, just open the damn card. (laughs) Shut up about the names on the front. Yeah. And in terms of, I absolutely side with the protagonist and their perspective and wanting people to accurately address mail to reflect the fact that they have not changed their surname. Yeah. I, you're gonna have to convince me that Grandma Lou, I just, I don't know. Mm. She's 90. Yeah. That's interesting. So I had mentioned that I reached out to a few people just yes. to like, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm pretty far away from marriage. I'm, like I said, a hyphenate last name because of what my mom decided when she got married. And um, I picked her brain about that. It's funny because my mom, amongst many things she says, I'll quote her here. As people know, I grew up in a very small town, pretty, you know, conservative and pretty kind of set in traditional ways just because mostly things aren't changing around them. When I asked my mom why she kept her last name, Stark, she did, she spelled out some reasoning, which I'll get into, but she also mentioned and said, I've lived in Hammond, my town, for 32 years. People I've known since then, other than my best friends, call me Brooke Ennis or Brooke Stark Ennis. You know, we've corrected them for years, both my husband, Kevin, my dad, mm. and I, to no avail. Maybe, just maybe, they wish to. They wish they had kept their own identities and can't deal with it, but regardless, they're not acknowledging the cha- the, the keeping of my maiden name, Stark. Wow. Um, which I've, I've noticed growing up and just going to, like, parties even. Some of our, like, secondary or tertiary friends will still call my mom, like, Stark Ennis or Ennis. Wow. And she is a person that will correct them, I will say. Good for her. Yeah. Interesting. Even the word maiden name is obviously that's archaic yep. language, mm-hmm. but like what that symbolizes, like you, it's not your name from from whence you were a maiden mm-hmm. and now you are a like madam. Totally. Like, ugh, ugh. well, yeah, I mean, like and right. My mom at the end of the day, she's she said in her note and I completely agree, like your choice to change your name or to keep your name is your choice. And I think for me, especially as a male if I were to get married to a woman, like your choice, <laughs> I'll talk about this in a minute, but I got curious with my gay friends, male, my male, male gay friends, uh, what their thought process was with that. Cause it is by nature, less traditional of a marriage. And yeah, my mom really, you know, pounded the table and saying that she, she respects anyone's choice. But like, I think if you respect other people's choices, people should probably show you the same respect in return. Mm. And it's with, with Grandma Lulu, man, she's able to calibrate in other ways. And I think it's not like she can't remember it seemingly. It's she's doing it on her own volition, I think. I think Starling also wrote that she, Grandma Lulu, when she writes, she alternates between using Lulu Starling 
and Mrs. Grandpa Starling on the return address part of the letter. And I think, I don't have it in my notes here, but I think Grandma Lulu lost her husband some time ago. Um, And so part of me wonders too, it's like, respectfully so, right? When When you, especially at her age, decide to change your name to reflect that of your husband's, that's a bond and a love that you see fit for yourself. And when you, we talked about this kind of with a wedding dress of some sort when we were a few episodes ago. Like Yes, it was um, cutting up your mother's wedding yeah. dress. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you want to like remember that person you love so much. And in some for some people, it's, it's the last name. It's the act of taking on that last name. And when that person passes that you changed your name for, you're still kind of living them by being alive because you have their last name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Safe to say Grandma Lulu is accustomed to a certain convention. Correct. Yeah. Which is, again, at 90, expected. Like, I, um, funny, my mom even added, I must add, however, that dad, my dad's mother, continues to this day to write Mrs. Kevin Ennis. Wow. When she sends a card or a check, $10 check, by the way, it's her way of disapproving, but I no longer let it phase me. Mm. And I have seen this play out, like, very similar kind of Grandma Lulu situation. Like, uh, there have been conversations, obviously letters. Like, it's been, my parents have been married for 32 plus years. My grandma, Grandma Ennis, is very with She's it. well and aware. For sure. But it kind of maybe in a similar vein as Grandma Lulu, the tradition, and actually my grandma, we've lost uh, Grandpa Ennis a decade plus ago at this point. So there's kind of like, there's kind of a love letter-esque approach to this, but literally by kind of holding on to that tradition. And like, I don't know, I think it's confusing though when you're holding on to it so much that it's starting to discount someone else's choice, mm-hmm. especially with the context of this. Yeah. Because it is it is rooted in something different and times have changed. So what did your gay friends say when you asked about changing names? My gay friends? <laughs> That's what you said. You no, said- no, don't. No, no. <laughs> Do you know that clip of Jimmy Fallon? Have you seen this Jimmy Fallon and uh, RuPaul? On his talk show? No. Oh, my God. I, I will post this to the Instagram. I Ben's seen it. I'll send it. I won't explain Is it. Is it RuPaul saying? Literally, yeah. What did Jimmy Fallon say? Jimmy Fallon said you were, like, the most famous drag queen in the world or something like that. And RuPaul goes, drag queen? Oh, yes. And insinuates that he misspoke. And Jimmy's life and career flashes before <laughs> his eyes. And then RuPaul makes a joke by saying, I am the drag queen or something like that. I'll send. I'll post a video. I'll send it to you. It's... Iconic. That's that what, is funny. That's, I have seen that oh, clip. Yeah. I'll post it for our listeners. It's iconic. And um, <laughs> it scares Jimmy for just a nanosecond. <laughs> he might have been canceled. No, you're right. I did ask my friends because we, and if I, you know, eventually marry a man, it's something to think about. And I also, I, like I said, I have a hyphenated last name. So yeah. it's even more to think about because I already have the result of You that might decision. end up being Griff. Stark Ennis Starling Bland. <laughs> yeah. Well, God save our kids. It's going to be a lot to write out. But yeah, I asked a few couples. And I mean, I'll start with Will and Scott. Uh, Will listens to this. I don't know if Scott does. But he said, I guess there actually wasn't much of a decision-making process at all. We didn't see having the same last name as something that would have strengthened our marriage. Mm. Plus, there's like so much extra paperwork involved. LOL, he says. Which is true. There's a lot. I mean change your license, you change your passport, you change your profession. We know people that are by their own volition, now doctors or lawyers, or, you know, it's, they mostly have accomplished that up until they got married or were minted doctor or lawyer in the process of getting married. So those conversations are interesting as well. Um, I asked my friends, Kevin and Pat too, who recently got married. They said, 
For instance, one last name isn't really better than the other phonetically or sound waves because they're similar. If one has an especially cool last name or a really long slash bad last name, then we might just choose one, but they, they chose not to. They also said changing your last name's laborious, bureaucratically in the process, cause a lot of complications or can ID, legal documents, medical files, work branding emails. So, you know, it's effortful. And they did mention, like we've said, it doesn't really become an issue for them or won't until they have kids. Uh, we figured if we had kids, we'll probably just choose one of our last names to legally give them and then maybe do something for the other dad with the middle name being their last name um, so that there's a connect to both parents. Which doesn't discount the like, you know, you're saving the complication right now legally and bureaucratically and paperwork. But, you know, if you do want to have kids, it's a, another discussion you want to have. Sure. Versus changing a last name and not having that problem when, when and if you do want to have kids. Yeah. Yeah. I really like what Will said. Yeah. Nothing about changing your name strengthens your marriage. And yeah. I think that is true across any relationship. There's nothing about changing the names that impacts your relationship. Yeah, totally. It's, I, it's just a choice. If you want to do it, if it symbolizes something nice to you, if you love the sound of that person's last name, everybody do whatever the heck they want. Yeah, totally. But it doesn't change your emotions. Yeah. And for me, and I'm interested to hear the verdict because for me, it's exactly the same. Everyone do what's best for you and your relationship. Have conversations with your partner. At the end of the day, it's y'all's choice and really no one else's, I think. But with that respect that I have for your decision, I do need you to respect mine. Um, and I have thoughts on Grandma Lulu for that. Okay. But before that, hold on, what was the question I wanted to ask you? Or no, I wanted to say like, for me too, with this like hyphenated last name that I've been bestowed, I'm the first of my name. There has never ever existed a Stark hyphen Ennis before, ever. Or I'd be willing to bet that there isn't. Drag queen. Me. Drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, I will have to figure this out when I do find a partner. And if we get, uh, you know, married or engaged or whatever, if we want to solidify ourselves as like a partner in that way, I'm, I love my last name. Yeah, I do um, too. I particularly don't want to change mine. My partner might, and maybe this is something we'll have to discuss fairly early on, but if they are pretty inclined to keep theirs as well um, and to have their expected partner change theirs, I don't know. We're going to have to have a discussion. I plan on doing something pretty great with the last name Stark Ennis being the first. And uh, I want to, I do want my kids to carry on the combination of my mom's decision and my dad's amazing family as well. Mm. Um, so I, I foresee that complication. It's, it's the, the, there's privilege to living in a uh, society that's changing obviously, but there's also a lot of like discussion and figuring out if you will. Um, so maybe yeah. you just need to meet somebody with the last name Stark Ennis. <laughs> And then the two of you can be Stark Ennises. And maybe their name's Griff, too. And maybe you have a beautiful, beautiful marriage together. And then maybe one day you realize when you reach out to touch their hand, oh, wait, it's only You're my a sister. mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a very small pool of who, what Stark Ennises are out in the world. And How many of you are there? There are three of us. Damn, Me, it's just you and, and your sister. siblings. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's really beautiful and incredible. And my sister just got married to, actually, I have, I'll have to check. I don't know what they legally did. She just got married to a woman. So there's two queers in the family, which I have thoughts about because I used to be the only one. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she- There's, there's room for everybody. <laughs> I just like mm, the attention. No, it's like, it's a pretty amazing thing for her to go to. I'm excited to one day talk to her about it, but I'm pretty sure she kept her last name mm. in marrying a woman. My brother got married to a woman. So I think they uh, were a little more traditional. I think she maybe took his last name. Mm. So another, I guess another Stark Ennis. Yeah, but there are three Stark Ennises in the world. Um, is your brother still married? Uh, yes. So is. there are four Stark Ennises. 
You're right. Do Olivia, they have kids? They do. Oh my God. And this is exactly it. It's like pretty cool. It's funny that I even think of this. Like that name started with just me. I was the first adopted. There was one and now there are many, which is what last name, you know, yeah. it's like the, that's what carrying on your family legacy and name is meant to do. So to that point, you know, grandma Lulu has a lot uh, invested in that last name. She wants to see it carried. Well, no, no, the opposite. She wants her to take the husband's name. Oh, wow. Very complicated. I'm ready to deliberate. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there are two people here. Let's let's save Grandma Lulu for a second. Okay. Let's start with Stella. And yep. my question <clears throat> is, is Stella guilty for caring about Grandma Lulu's refusal to acknowledge that she kept her maiden name, her own last name? No. Stella is not guilty for caring. Why? Because it's her perspective and it's her experience and it is real and it is valued. Fair enough. I agree with that. Like, and you know, maybe a secondary question is, is Stella guilty for continually reminding Grandma Lulu that her last name is still her maiden name? No. Yep. She's not guilty. I respect her doing that. Yep. And she's, she, my mom does the same thing. Like I said, if someone calls her Brooke Ennis, she'll say it's Brooke Stark actually. Yeah. It doesn't, um, I mean, it's the same deal. Like anytime anybody mispronounces my first name, it does, I don't get guilty after the fifth time I have to correct them. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. You, you can correct people. Have to do it. Get it right. Get it tight. Get it right. Get it tight. Okay, perfect. Uh, we'll move on to Grandma Lulu. Let's go. <laughs> is Grandma Lulu mm -hmm. guilty for refusing to acknowledge Stella's lack of name change? <sighs> yes. Mm -hmm. Grandma Lulu is technically guilty of a petty crime, but I give Grandma Lulu... No punishment. <laughs> oh, yeah. We forgot to give out punishments. But that's yeah. that's what I would say. Yes, okay. Grandma Lulu is a tiny bit guilty, but she also is perfect. And she's in, she's 92 years old. And she's doing pretty well in other respects of her life. I'm yeah. happy to hear about some other things. Grandma Lulu, you're technically guilty. It's a mark on your record, but nothing happens to you. You're perfect other than, yes. This is like a Other than the one bad. imperfection we've highlighted. I'm sorry, but like old people can sometimes be like so guilty of so many things. And I'm like, you know what? Yes, you're guilty, but you're okay. Totally. And I mean, it's a kind of a, uh, uh, what's it called? Hypocritical argument, like a right one. Like you're entitled to your perspective. You're also entitled to your perspective, which kind of means that like neither of you is required to change the other. It's I, tough. It's honestly, tough. if I were Stella, I think it's kind of cool that Stella keeps correcting Grandma Lulu. Mm -hmm. If I were Stella, I know I would just roll my eyes and throw the envelope away. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate people that don't encounter life the way that I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. And my mom even said with my dad's mom always calling her Brooke Ennis yeah. or Mr. Kevin Ennis or Miss Kevin Ennis. Like she, I think, had a, a period where it was kind of like, let's get this fucking right here, yeah. mother-in-law. And then it's a matter of like, well... If she's not changing after all of this, if, after I've asked her, after I've uh, kind she of knows. been a little aggressive, it's maybe not worth me putting, like getting my feathers ruffled and putting this energy there. Yeah. Like, it's clearly not going to move the mark and I can't control that necessarily, but I can't control how I react to it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well. That's that. That was interesting. Um. Yeah. I really kind of liked that one in a way. <laughs> yeah. Interesting food for thought. Yeah. And I just, I mean. It's super relevant. I was, my friends, when I texted them, had a, a fair amount to say, right? Because it is worth discussing before you go into this commitment. And again, at our age, a lot of people are dancing around engagements or literally heading in or out of their weddings. And 
it's it's just funny this whole space of marriage and binding families together when the concept of it on paper started way 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 long ago mm-hmm. and it's this is kind of a a reach, but we'll stop here. I'm watching the new season of Game of Thrones, and a lot of the plot line is about the main character, Rhaenyra, being strategically wed to another house that is powerful. And she herself, as a strong young woman, is like, I want to marry for love. I don't want to marry for strategy and to like better better our position within the realm. And it brings up a lot of interesting thoughts because it's just, it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, so as long as people are thinking about it and making the decision based on what they want and maybe not what others are telling them, that's... That's all I can ask. And that's all I hope people ask from me. Yeah. And if this crime brings up thoughts, feelings for you, hit us in the DMs, Petty Crimes Pod, or email us, pettycrimespodcast at gmail. If you have any new petty crimes related to nomenclature, (laughs) we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, let's hear your perspective. If you've gone through similar processes, let's let's have a discussion. (laughs) Speaking of, you ready for a tiny discussion? A tiny one. Criminal or minimal? Let's do it. My fave. Shall I go first? Yeah. Submitted by Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Criminal or minimal? A straight guy texting a girl a butt crack photo of himself <laughs> as a way of flirting. Criminal or minimal? I don't know. <laughs> What's the context? Like, you met this person off hinge, you exchanged numbers, you're texting now, and you're being flirty. Like, we'll say sexting in a way. And he takes a plumber-esque photo of his crack above his jeans and sends it to you as a, like, way of kind of trying to get you turned on. I will say... (laughs) You weren't expecting this one, huh? I don't care what your sexuality is. (laughs) I don't want anyone sending pictures of their butt cracks to anybody. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No exceptions. Yeah. I don't know. No, or no, everybody do it. Yeah, yeah. Or nobody, or I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Me too. I, I don't mean, know. I don't know. It's not, I don't, I'm not like, oh, well, like a straight guy, you shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. that. I'm like, I have no idea. Totally. It just seems strange. It, I but totally also agree. do whatever you want. It's, to me, it's strange. Like A, uh, embrace sexuality and like uh, sex and however you want. It's, I think, unique for a straight man to send a woman he's flirting with a picture of his butt crack. To me, that is like, uh, kind of a uh, a prelude to maybe w- him wanting her to play with his butt, which is not discussed enough in hetero relationships, by the way. And C for me would be, I don't think anyone anyone with a plumber's crack looks sexy. And I've Ooh. seen like the hottest people. I've seen whatever you interpret to be hot. Like I've seen that version for me with a little cracking. You know, I don't think it's I don't think it's cute. I'd rather see the full crack or no crack. Full crack. Or no crack. <laughs> next one. Our next edition of Criminal or Minimal Mugs. <laughs> one side says full crack. The other says no crack. The bottom is an ass crack. <laughs> um, that was an interesting one. No. Okay. Criminal or minimal. Calling people who wear Crocs, Croc jocks. <gasps> oh, I've never heard that term. And I feel like people are sending me all shit. Do you uh, like the term? Jocks. I do because I do fancy myself a jock. I do fancy myself a croc stan. Um, I'm going to say minimal. You like it. I think it. that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I accept that. Okay. I'd be a croc jock. I think you are. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Can you start calling me that? Mm-hmm. My co-host croc jock Griff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Criminal or minimal. Submitted by Android phone users. Criminal or minimal. 
Apple not letting non-iPhone users group chat with iPhone users. Criminal or minimal? Criminal, but it's smart <laughs> as heck. Yeah. It's really good for their business. Yeah, I totally agree. I didn't realize that I started work at this new club that I work at and I was putting together a group thread for the servers and I couldn't add certain people versus, and that happened, I guess, at the end of 2021, like September, 2021, Apple rolled out that lack of feature, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So there are people in our group or our server cohort that can't keep up to date with us. Yeah. Alex has a Google Pixel and it's going to be the death of me. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. I, I like, I give him a hard time every day. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, very smart business-wise, but like a little kind of uh, elitist, I think. Smart, but criminal. But I like, I like that. Okay. Criminal or minimal? Mm-hmm. You've seen these new Crocs that have coming that have come out? No. Why do this, I know? They have like waves all over them. Oh, maybe. Introducing our first ever criminal or minimal that is image based. <laughs> um, I want to show you. Okay, bring it up. I'd like to think that I'm pretty objective with Crocs. Like these I'm not... puppies. Whoa! Oh my God! Crocs is going ham with their stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's for like surfing or just. No. Oh, they look like. Like Yeezy E. They are Yeezy E. Yeah. Are they biting Yeezys? We'll post them on the gram. You guys will see them. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say criminal. <gasps> you yeah. don't like them? I don't like them. Objectively or subjectively, I don't like them. And also, like Crocs, as just like Crocs are having a moment. Like they're competing with the type of what the like coolness or like off like streety style of Yeezys. So like, don't don't like cater to Kanye's kind of creation. Just like live in your own. Ooh. Just like you're doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I just don't like what they look like. They look a little silly. Yeah. <laughs> they do. One last one. Submitted by Kira O'Sullivan. Criminal or minimal. Trimming your egg carton as you use eggs so that by the time you have a single egg left, that single egg segment is in the segment of the original carton. I do this. <laughs> I do this. Um, Criminal I think, or minimal? I think it's minimal. Minimal. <laughs> I agree. I think yeah. it's quirky and maybe a little effortful. <laughs> I'm curious how you trim it. But it, it decreases space in your fridge. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's only a problem when I go visit home because we take the cartons back to the egg farmer for his chickens. <laughs> oh. to, and every time I go home, I like absentmindedly rip up the egg carton in the fridge. And my family's like, stop doing that. <laughs> um, but no, I think um, minimal and Cute. Quirky and cute. <laughs> Quirky and cute. And you've been known, because our friend Aaron told me this, you've been known to give that single left egg in your fridge and that tiny little mm -hmm. little uh, carton holder, you've been known to give it away. Like Aaron will come over and you'll be like, do you want this egg? Yes. Yeah. That's that's quirky. It's like, thanks thanks for the single it's, package egg. It's in context. It's like she's cooking. <laughs> and I'm like, make sure you use my last little guy. <laughs> I'm not like, take this egg home and like, like raise it oh, to, okay. that's to what be I, a, your child. That's what I picture in my head. No, yeah. she like comes over with eggs to like make carbonara. And I'm like, use my little guy. <laughs> she's making a whole carbonara. And you're like, my contribution is one egg. <laughs> <laughs> and that is sometimes that I bring to the table. Yeah, that's okay. Until next time. Stay petty.